when you are obedient to your soul, when you allow your soul to lead you and guide me and you follow it, you will always end up in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing. Hello and welcome to the She Believes She Could podcast. I'm your host, Allison Walsh. I'm a corporate executive, entrepreneur, coach, professional speaker, and mom of three who's obsessed with mindset, confidence, brand building, and helping you create the life and career that you can't stop thinking about. If you're a queen who's chasing your dreams, you are in the right place. I love nothing more than empowering you and equipping you with inspiration, motivation, and the resources you need to make your goals a reality. This show was designed with your dreams in mind, and I am so excited for you to soak up the knowledge and wisdom that my incredible network of guests will share with you. They're successful leaders, impact makers, and world changers, and they're coming in hot with words of wisdom to help you go farther, faster, and make epic things happen for your future. Remember that I believe in you 1000%, and my goal is that you do too. Never forget that you are a queen and you deserve to have it all. So sit back, relax, and get your favorite note-taking device because you're about to receive positive vibes and advice that will help you level up in business and in life. Now let's get to work. You are in for a treat today. I am so excited to introduce you to Coot Blackson. He is a beloved inspirational speaker and transformational leader who speaks at countless events he organizes and others organize around the world. He is a member of the Transformational Leadership Council, which is a select group of 100 of the world's foremost authorities in the personal development industry. He was the winner of the 2019 Unity New Thought Walden Award and is widely considered a next-generation leader in the field of personal development. His mission is simple, to awaken and inspire people across the planet to access inner freedom, live authentically, and fulfill their true life's purpose. I can pretty much guarantee you're going to want to listen to this episode multiple times. It is powerful. It is truly transformational. And I am so excited for you to be able to spend some time listening to Coot. Let's get started. Right. Well, Coot, I'm so excited that you are on our show today. I have been looking forward to this episode. Would you mind sharing more about yourself with our audience? Wow. What do you want to know? I could probably fill up about 17 podcast episodes. I know. I know. That's a big (laughs) question for you. (laughs) Look, I was born in Ghana, West Africa. My father's from Ghana. My mother's Japanese. I grew up in London. I live in the US, partly Mexico. So I feel like I'm a citizen of the world everywhere and nowhere. As a kid, um, I didn't feel like I belonged to any sort of place or nationality so there was always a question of like who am I and I think that drove me from a very young age to really question who am I and what am I and where are my roots and where is home and uh, I think I had a bit of an unusual childhood that sent me onto this path of doing what I'm doing now in that um, as a young boy I, I was a very empathetic kid so I always felt people's pain very deeply and there was a part of me that wanted to alleviate suffering in some way and and I just felt people, but I didn't know what that would look like. And so as a young boy, um, I remember some of my first memories. Uh, I remember being a kid lost in the crowd in Ghana, West Africa, and seeing a crippled woman crawling on the floor. And she picks up the gravel, the sand that this man walks on, wipes it on her face and stands up. And so week after week, I mean, call it a miracle, but week after week, I grew up seeing uh, blind people see and deaf people hear, and the same man who's 
uh, gravel she picked up would look at a woman in a wheelchair and say, why are you in this wheelchair? Like, stand up. And he would touch them and they'd be healed. And people often ask me, like, was it real? Was it a scam? You know, I grew up seeing it for 18 years of my life, literally behind the scenes, no cameras, just day in and day out. And so this man was my father. He was considered uh, the miracle man of Africa. He was a spiritual teacher, advisor to presidents and kings and heads of state. And he was a very spiritual, spiritual dude. So my father you know, built 300 churches in Ghana with hundreds of thousands of followers, a huge church in London. My mother was Japanese and a Buddhist. So I grew up meditating with her. And it was this very eclectic uh, upbringing, you know. And, and for me, I think the blessing was I thought this was normal. I thought this was everyone's experience until I started to find out, well, maybe not everyone had this experience. And so I began speaking in my father's churches when I was age eight. And that's where my speaking career began. And at 14, I was actually ordained as a minister and given the kind of the mandate to take over my father's spiritual organization. And um, everybody was excited and happy but me. Uh, I knew like my entire life was basically scripted out for me. And, you know, I just knew that this wasn't my path. But I think like many of us, I was too afraid to speak my truth. Like my fear was if I spoke my truth, if I uh, expressed what I really felt, I would be alone. I would be outcast. I would lose my father's love. Um, and so I said nothing. And uh, I held back my truth and, 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 and I went along with it. And for four years, I went through a deep inner questioning and inner turmoil uh, of just trying to fit myself into a box of who I thought I needed to be to get love and validation and approval. And that was so painful. So when I turned 18, a very pivotal moment in my life, um, I looked into my future and I saw that I could take the expected path and take over my father's organization and make everybody happy. But as I projected into the future, I saw that if I didn't have myself, if I didn't have my integrity, if I didn't have my truth, then what kind of success is that anyway? And so simultaneously, I felt this calling, this calling in my soul to come to America. It was as though my soul was pulling me to come to the US, pulling me to come to America. And uh, it was undeniable, really. And I think sometimes what your soul guides you to do uh, doesn't make sense to your mind, doesn't make sense to your logic, doesn't add up, is 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 inconvenient and uncomfortable, but, but it just felt so strong. Come to America. And I wanted to go into this field of personal growth and spirituality and self-help because most of the – I began reading books from a very young age, self-help books. I'd sneak into my father's office. He had about a 1,000 books on his bookshelf, and I'd started devouring these books, and I wanted to – go into this field. I saw a whole new way of inspiring people and impacting people that had nothing to do with religion or the church. And so it was the US, it was Los Angeles, because this is where all of the authors lived. This is where all of the self-help icons lived. And so um, I knew what I had to do. And I had that conversation with my father, basically renounced everything and uh, just decided to follow my soul. And I really believe from my experience, my lived experience, when you follow your soul, when you are obedient to your soul, when you allow your soul to lead you and guide me and you follow it, you will always end up in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing. Even though 
the the route the route and the roadmap that you take may not be the one that you most expect but when you follow your soul things may not make sense in the moment but in the long run in retrospect everything will come together and i've seen it in my life and so i left everything behind my father and i we didn't speak for two years uh, which was difficult uh longer story short ended up winning a green card in the green card lottery which enabled me to come to the u.s uh, an 18 year old kid with a dream and a vision and uh, 800 came found many of the teachers and the mentors that i had read about you know louis hay and wayne dyer Jack Canfield and Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy and Deepak Chopra and uh, studied with some of them. And then after a few years, another pivotal moment was I decided to travel and I was tired of reading books. You know, I decided to travel. I wanted to know truth for myself. And so I decided I'd walk the Camino in northern Spain, a 900 kilometer trip uh, in northern Spain, shaved my head, took a backpack and started, started walking. And I decided I was not going to come back to America until I found certain answers for myself. And so um, ended up walking the Camino for a month and then ended up in India. And that's what really transformed my life and cracked me open to a whole nother realization of who I am and what my true purpose is in this lifetime. And so from that trip, being three to four months there is when I came back to the US and I began working with people one-on-one. No idea. This is you know 20 years ago when coaching wasn't a thing, it wasn't that popular, no social media, but I just felt a pure desire to inspire people and help people. And 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 I, I just, I wanted people to feel the freedom that I felt and the freedom that was not, I was broke, I was homeless, I had nothing, but I felt free. And so I just wanted people to experience that. And one person showed up and kind of talked to them and another person, another person. And then I kind of devised uh, my own way of working with people, I called it uncoaching. And people's life really, lives really started transforming. And then more people came and people started coming from around the world and lives transformed and then small groups and larger groups and two best-selling books. So that's the short version of my story. I am so excited to share with you that She Believes She Could book is now on sale and available for pre-order. And when you pre-order, you unlock a bunch of really cool bonuses that you can take advantage of, including access to all the success tools and resources, the online course that goes along with it. You're invited to join our private Facebook launch community, which I will be behind the scenes walking you through every step of the process, sharing with you the ups, the downs, the trials, the tribulations, all the excitement as we get ready for our official launch in September. So you purchasing your book ahead of time sends all the signals to the bookstores that this book needs to be on their shelves. So it's really, really, really important that you secure your order today. I cannot thank you enough for all of your support on this journey. Go to www.shebelievedbook.com. Grab your order to join us in the pre-launch process or secure your bonuses. Again, thank you so much. www.shebelievedbook.com. Well, thank you so much. And there's so much here to like unpack and just let's sink in because I think there's so many relatable parts that I'm sure people listening right now are like, yes, I feel stuck. Yes. I feel like there's something else for me. I don't want to hurt those that love me, Mm -hmm. but this isn't the path I'm supposed to be on. And 
mm-hmm. you know, I think your story is this one of, of permission to mm-hmm. lean in and to trust. And as you said, when you do the things, when you live in alignment, when you really make the moves that you individually need to make, mm-hmm. you will be okay. But the fear stops people so much uh, so that a lot of people never even give themselves a chance. Yeah. What have you seen? Have you seen any... Um, trends with this over time? Have you seen this improve? Or do you think that there are periods of time in everybody's life where they really need to make a, a conscious decision to do this? Yeah, look, it can be scary to do what you've never done. It can be scary to go into the unknown. It can be scary to let go of who you think you are and the expectations and follow the calling inside of your soul, inside of your heart, especially when no one sees it, especially when no one understands it. But the truth is they're not meant to understand it. That calling was not given to them. That calling was not given to your father and your mother and your classmates and your college graduates and your siblings. It was given to you in that dream, that vision that you feel, that you sense, that you intuit, that you have, that you see. was It chose you because you, me, we, you are the perfect person to fulfill that dream and that vision. Based on everything you have been through, every pain, every hurt, every trauma, every breakup, every divorce, every everything has kind of prepared you to be the person to fulfill that dream and the vision. But it can be scary, especially if you've never done it before. So I will just say, if you feel some fear, like, oh, my God, this is like how, what? Good. To me, that's a sign that you are actually on the right path. To me, if you feel if you don't feel any fear when you think of your dream or your vision, it's probably not your authentic dream or your vision. And you're probably playing too small because an authentic dream and a vision is bigger than you. It's beyond you. It is meant to expand you and evolve you and cause you to stretch beyond your current level. It's meant to uh, uh, invite you beyond who you are and beyond what you know. That's the purpose of it. And so if you feel fear, you're on the right path. If you feel nervous, you're on the right path. If you feel scared, you're on the right path because that's where the growth is, you know? And so I think we have to breathe into it and lean into it. You know, fear is often like an excitement, a nervousness without breath. So if we can just breathe into it and embrace it and celebrate it and expand. And, you know, I think one of the ways that we stay stuck in fear is we go into a negative future fantasy and start worrying about all the things in the future that might happen, that could happen, that haven't happened yet. And then we overwhelm ourselves with everything that we have to do. And um, I think what's important is you feel the vision, you acknowledge the vision. And if the dream chose you, then the dream and the vision doesn't actually belong to you. It belongs to life. It belongs to the universe. It belongs to the divine. It belongs to existence. And it's it's existence that is seeking to manifest itself and express itself through you. And so if it doesn't belong to you and it belongs to life, then you have to realize it's not really your job to make it happen and manifest it. It's your job to say yes. It's your job to be open. It's your job to be available. And I think when we say yes, okay, universe, I don't know how the hell this is going to happen, but I feel something. You say yes. That's when the the that's when your soul kind of activates and and guides you and leads you. And and that's when you tap into another dimension of potential and life 
begins to unfold. Like life begins to do it through you and synchronicities unfold and life unfolds and opportunities start unfolding because it's not your vision. It's not, it's not your dream. And so fear is natural. Embrace it. Breathe into it. Celebrate it. But I always tell people on a practical level, you know, yes, make a plan, but focus on, okay, what's the next action step? Because many times we're focusing on 600 action steps and now we get overwhelmed with, oh my God, it's so big, but just, can I make one phone call? Yeah, I can make one phone call. Can I make another phone call? Sure. Can I make, send one email? I can do that. And then what's next? And I, say, and I think if we're truly being in the moment, focusing on what's next, focusing on what's in our control, focus on what we can do, the rest unfolds in ways we can't even imagine. I am so excited to share with you that I am hosting a brand new goals masterclass designed to help you crush your goals. We are halfway through the year and it is time to make sure that we get real serious and we get all of those things that we talked to ourselves about at the beginning of the year that we wanted to accomplish across the finish line. So this is for you. I cannot wait to share with you my signature framework that will help you accomplish any and every goal you set for yourself. So go to She Believed book.com slash goals, enter your information, register for the masterclass. The only thing that you have to do in order to get your ticket is to pre-order a copy of She Believes She Could. So pre-order your copy, go to shebelievedbook.com, select from any of the retailers that are carrying the book, pre-order your copy, enter your information, register for the masterclass. I promise you, you do not want to miss this. It is jam-packed full of all of the advice that you need to end 2023 on the highest note possible. Again, it's shebelievedbook.com and I will see you in the masterclass. And they build too, right? Those micro steps, those micro commitments over time, they stack up. And then all of a sudden you've made substantial progress and you're much farther along and you've built confidence along the way. Maybe you've got some results to show for it and it's a beautiful place, but I, I love this concept and I'm glad we're spending time here doing this. And when you were talking about you know, the correlation between fear and excitement. I have a, a young woman that I have been mentoring for some time mm-hmm. and, and she had a big, um, big opportunity that was right in front of her. And she would kept calling saying, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I'm just fearful that it's not going to work out. I said, excited, not nervous, mm-hmm. excited, not nervous. Mm-hmm. Just trust, trust that it's all going to work out. You've done the work. You've made the commitment. You keep showing up. You keep doing the things. It's your time. Yeah. Sure enough, it all worked out. But just brought back that story. And I think there's so many, so many people listening that are going to benefit from everything that you just shared, but I'd love to get into the topic of surrender. So for you, what does that mean? Yeah. um, I think in our culture, there's so many misconceptions of this word surrender. Um, We have this idea that surrender is weak, that surrender is passive, that surrender is giving up that surrender is waving the white flag, that surrender is uh, being a doormat, that surrender is being taken advantage of, that surrender means you won't manifest your goals, dreams, and desires, that surrender means weakness, that surrender means you're going to be left behind, that surrender, if you surrender, you're going to get left in life. And I'm actually saying, no, like, if you really understood the real essence of surrender, what if you didn't get less, but you actually got more? more than you could have planned and intended and imagined with your limited human 
understanding with the limitation of your ego personality's capacity to imagine what's possible what if it was maybe not what you wanted or expected or thought you wanted but what if it was better what if it was more what if it was beyond and i think that's where the magic happens you know my book is called the magic of surrender and the reason i say magic is magic is that which is beyond your mind's capacity to imagine what's possible magic is beyond your limited ego's capacity it's better than that and i think so many of the best things in our life unfold and happen that we could never have planned we could never have imagined we could never have like calculated it just happened in the process of living and so everybody wants more magic when i say who wants more magic in life everybody raises their hand everybody wants more magic but nobody wants to surrender and so the real formula is if you want more magic you have to surrender and the degree of magic you experience in your life is in direct proportion to the degree to which you surrender and so surrender to me is the most powerful thing that we can do as human beings i think surrender is the real secret to manifestation i would say surrender is the real key to the next level of our life and i when i look at the the truly great ones like a Jesus, a Buddha, a Mother Teresa, a Gandhi, a, Mah- uh, uh, a Martin Luther King, uh, a Mandela, uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, Bruce Lee. At some point, all of these individuals, they were living life in one direction and they felt a calling. And they had to surrender themselves to something bigger than themselves, to that purpose that was bigger than themselves, to their soul's intuition, to to the divine, to the universe, to life, to this innate intelligence. They have to surrender themselves. In that surrender, I think that all of them, they transcended their own human limitations and they tapped into another dimension of potential of life. And that's when life began to use them and life began to move through them and express through them and that that's when the miracles happen i mean mandela a movement like gandhi a movement like you can't plan that yeah i'm going to spend 27 years in prison and i'm going to come out and change the world that's not something you can strategize it's it's bigger than the mind it's 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 it's, it's something that is arising from the from life itself and so surrender is uh, a letting go of control or I should say the illusion that we are in control in the first place. Surrender and control is like a master addiction. And so surrender is a is when we stop trying to force and manipulate life to fit our limited idea of what we think it should look like and how we think it should be and who we think we should be and what we think we should be so that it, it is a, it's when you take the limitations off of life and you are available, and you are open to li- to allowing life to show you, to allowing life to lead you, to allowing life to guide you. And I think that's when that's when the miracles happen. You know, that's when the blessings happen. That's when the the sort of miraculous manifestation happens. When we go, wow! I just couldn't have imagined. It's better than I imagined. You know, and so. Um, the old, we'll call it the old paradigm is, is, is based on the ego based model of creating life. 
And many books talk about this, like, well, what do you want? Get clear on what you want and know what you want and write it down and, and you know, hold it in your mind and, and go make it happen. It's great. And I think you can create life this way. You can manifest this way. But what I have found is manifesting from the lens and the level of the ego is always limited. It's always limited because the ego itself is conditioned by past experiences. So whatever you create will be limited to the past. To me, there is a, you know, and in some moments, you, you might even achieve everything that you thought you wanted. Like you might get it from the lens of the ego. But then you realize that what you thought you wanted was only what you thought you wanted, not what you really wanted. It's just what you thought you wanted based on who you thought you were. And, and many times our goals that we set can be projections of unmet needs from our childhood. And so the question I invite people to ask is slightly different. It's a bigger question. It's, a, it's, a, it's an unlimited question. And the question becomes, not what do I want? But what is it that, what is it that life is seeking to express through me? What is it that my soul is seeking to express? What is it that the universe, life, this innate intelligence, the divine, God, whatever people believe, what is it that life is seeking to manifest through me and to, to expand your perception, to expand, to feel, to sense, so that you can feel the deepest intelligence and impulse of what life is seeking to manifest through you and actually kind of listen, attune yourself, align yourself with that flow. Then you're really in the flow of, of life and the flow of nature. Then you can bring your mind and your strategy and your goal setting and your visioning and your money and your PR and your resources in alignment with what is authentic, in alignment with that deeper intention of life. And so it's surrendering to the deepest truth of what's real, surrendering to the deepest, most authentic inner guidance, and then taking action. So it might mean you work harder than you've ever worked. People think, oh, surrender means just sitting there doing nothing. No, it might mean when you catch that vision, you have to work 24-7. Like Jesus, Muhammad Ali, Mandela, Martin Luther King, they work nonstop following a vision, surrendering to that vision that was bigger than them. They were working nonstop. And so when you align with that vision, you give 100%. It's about then not being attached to the outcome so that you can stay open to life and life showing you life's guidance. And so that's a bit about surrender. Hey, Queens, and happy 2023. I am so excited to pop in and share with you that our all new updated She Believed She Could planner is available for free download right now at ellisonwalshconsulting.com or click the link in the show notes to download your copy. Remember, you cannot be casual about your success and this planner gives you everything you need to absolutely crush your goals in 2023. The best part is you can keep downloading it or just printing a copy for yourself or using it on your computer every 90 days. And so it is timeless. You're welcome. I want you to have the most amazing year ever. And that comes with really getting clear about what you want, making a plan, going after it and holding yourself accountable. So download your She Believes She Could planner today, alisonwalshconsulting.com or grab the link in the show notes. Oh, and I love that you talk about the control factor and the ego, because I think that's the part that doesn't get discussed nearly enough. Oh. And we trap ourselves 
right? Like we allow ourselves to stay stuck because we're not releasing it. There were so many things that you just mentioned that I've been, you know, just thinking about in in context with my own life and how I've approached some things too. And it's like, I think control at times also goes back to fear, right? Like you can, if you can control or you, you have a better understanding of what you've been exposed to, perhaps you are safer because mm-hmm. of the known and maybe mm-hmm. the surrender aspect is where it's that unknown, right? But there's, again, coming back to the trust. So I am like, just, I can't wait to like re-listen to everything you just uh-huh. said. Um, and I want people to have the chance to learn more about you. But before we get to all yes. of that, um, I'd love for you to share. I love to ask every guest that comes on this show, what does confidence mean to you? Wow. You know, for me, confidence is just being, confidence arises from being connected to who I really am. And, you know, many times I think in our culture, our sense of confidence is based on external factors. Our sense of confidence is based on our hairstyle. But hair changes. Our sense of confidence is based on how many wrinkles do I have or not have? Oh, I had more confidence when I was 25, but now I'm 75. It's like, who am I? And is, am I as worthy? Am I as beautiful? Am I as my sense of confidence based on my weight fluctuating, right? Uh, whether I have a six pack or not, whether I have that BMW, Rolls Royce, Mercedes, or not so confident if I have a Toyota or a beat up Honda. Right. And so, so much of our sense of confidence in our culture is based on externals. But the truth is, everything in the world is transitory and changing. So, if your confidence and sense of self is based on things outside of yourself, which most of which you don't have control over, and, and rarely do, does everything outside of oneself line up in a perfect package all the time, it's constantly fluctuating then your sense of confidence will go up and down. And so for me, that's not real confidence. Real confidence is being connected to who you really are. Real confidence is being connected to your true essence. Real confidence is knowing who who you are, that you are not just this body. You are not because the body changes. You know, the body is not what it was when it was five and 10 and 20 and 30. And by the time we're 80, it won't be. So if your confidence is based on an illusion then your, then your confidence is also an illusion. It's not real confidence. Confidence is being connected to who, knowing who and what you really are. And who and what we really are, we are infinite beings. When we know that what we are is infinite, truly infinite, then we are free. And so much of the world, so much of society, so much of we media, we could say, has an agenda in you not knowing who you are. Has an agenda. We're constantly sort of conditioned to believe that uh, you are just this this person. You are this little ego person. You are Coot. You are John. You are Susie. You are your body. You are your six pack. You are you know. You are what you look like. You are this limited ego identity that is born and then dies and then ages. And you are not enough. 
You want not, but if you just like wear this underwear, if you just drive this car, if you just drink this beer, if you just like use this lipstick, if you just, you know, uh, have this hair product, if you just, you know, wear this dress, then you're going to be, you know, confident. And, and, and so we're constantly being sold the illusion that who you are is not enough. We're constantly being sold this illusion that we are just limited. Because if we believe we're limited, we will have to buy things to seek a sense of confidence outside. And true confidence does not exist in the world. True confidence comes from being connected to the unchanging dimension of your true essence. And what we are is infinite. And when you know that what you are is infinite, truly, then you know that the real essence of what you are is spirit, is immortal, is beyond birth, is beyond death. And that is a profound freedom that is, is, I think, unshakable. It's real confidence. So real confidence is from within. Okay, that's probably the best answer I've ever heard to that question before. <laughs> so, but I loved our conversation today. And I am sure there are people that want to connect with you. And I know you've got some suggestions on where they can go and how they can oh, sure. seek out what you offer. Would you mind sharing that before we wrap? Yeah, look, I would say you can get the book, The Magic of Surrender. Check it out. Get the paperback version. It's, it's, I wrote it in such a simple way because I wanted people to read it. And so it's a very easy, fun read. The Magic of Surrender are available on Amazon on paperback. Um, if people, you know, if folks listening, if you feel inspired by the conversation in some way, maybe you feel a sense that you have been put on the planet for a purpose that is bigger than yourself and you feel a readiness to tap into true confidence uh, twice a year for the last 11 years, I've done a very special transformational event, probably my signature event uh, in Bali. And 2023, when people listen to this, uh, it will be my final year of doing this event. Uh, and so this December, I'm doing a very special event. Uh, I've done 21 of these events in the last 11 years. And they're truly life-changing, they're intimate events. We take 18 to 20 people at a time. But it's designed for those that are ready to heal and transform and let go of their conditioning, and connect with their authentic selves and share their gifts with the world. And so if that's you, uh, you can find out more. The event is called Boundless Bliss, the Bali Breakthrough Experience. Um, you can go to www.boundlessbliss.com. Uh, boundlessblissbali.com. That's boundlessblissbali.com. You can find out more. There's a 12-day experiential seminar training without walls. And it, it's it's some of the highest level of my of my transformational work. So find out more there. My main website, coopblackson.com, K-U-T-E, blackson.com. Uh, Instagram, Coop Blackson. Facebook, Coop Love Now. Uh, my podcast, Soul Talk. Amazing. Well, Coop, thank you so much for being on our show today. What a blessing. What a thank gift you. you are to the world. And we are grateful for you being here. Thanks for having me. 
I hope you loved this show. If you did, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. It makes a big difference and helps a lot more queens who are chasing their dreams to find this show too. We work really hard on creating a quality production and I want to make sure as many people that need to listen to it can. So we appreciate your help in advance. And of course, check out the show notes. We always include lots of great information in there as well as links so that you can continue the conversation or access additional support or resources or the book recommendations from our guests. So please check that out. We would love for you to continue to stay engaged with our beautiful community. You can also access the She Believed She Could Facebook community from the link in the show notes as well. And you know, we'll be continuing the conversation at Allison Walsh on Instagram. So please join us there. And remember, I believe in you 1000%. And my goal is that you do too. So please stay connected. Let me know how I can support you as you chase and accomplish your goals. I'm always happy to make a connection or maybe it's just to fill up your cup and tell you that you're an awesome queen that can accomplish anything that you set your mind to. So whatever you need, I'm here for you. I'm so excited for you. Stay focused, beautiful. It is all within reach and you deserve abundant success. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.